Now time for the BCHL Podcast, presented by Subway. Here's Finn Williams to end the game to the floor. Yeah. He scores! There's a backdoor play. What a goal! Zach Michaelis! Rolling puck in front. Tied up in skate. Rowan Clark with a heroic save. My goodness, Rowan Clark. What did you eat for pregame? Real balls, real shoot scores! Patrick for Nick Real. Donaldson driving the goal, wrapping around. He scores! Brilliant goal by Sean Donaldson. Schleppi to the goal. Once again, he scores! Oh my word, Tyler Schleppi with a dandy! Three on one. A move. Vito back to a move. What a save by May. Coming across with the left leg. My goodness. Hey there. Welcome to the BCHL podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Adamson. What a week it's been since the last time we talked. The BCHL playoffs are well underway. And as of this recording on Thursday, two teams have already punched their ticket to the second round. The Nanaimo Clippers swept the Surrey Eagles to finish that series off on Tuesday night. And a night later on Wednesday, the Alberni Valley Bulldogs became the second team to advance to the second round when they finished off their sweep of the Cowichan Valley Capitals. By the time you're hearing this tomorrow, we could have a third team in the second round. Penticton has a chance to finish off their series against Trail tonight. They're at home for game five, so we'll see how that one shakes out. As usual, we've got some great guests for you on the podcast. Both of them have had a pretty significant impact on their teams during the postseason so far. Before we get to that, though, I want to remind everybody that the BCHL podcast is presented by Subway. Subway is a longtime partner of the BCHL, and we thank them for their continued support. All right, our two guests today. First up, we speak with Nanaimo Clippers forward Sean Donaldson, and we also talk with Langley Riverman forward Riley Wallach. First up is our chat with Sean Donaldson. Donaldson had three goals and two assists for five points in Nanaimo's first round sweep of the Surrey Eagles. Uh, And he recently was named a finalist for the BCHL's Vern Dye Memorial Trophy, which is the award that goes to the league's most valuable player. During the regular season, Donaldson finished seventh in BCHL scoring. He had 70 points in 47 games for the Clippers. And he's currently looking to win his second Fred Page Cup. Donaldson was actually a part of the Prince George Spruce Kings, who won the 2019 Fred Page Cup, then went on to win the Doyle Cup against the Alberta Junior Hockey League champion, and made it all the way to the final game of the national tournament. In our chat with Donaldson, we talk about the first round series against Surrey, his strong regular season where he was nominated for MVP, and we get into a little bit more of his career, his commitment to Cornell University this year. Uh, Lots to cover, so let's not waste any more time. Here is our chat with Nanaimo Clippers forward and BCHL MVP finalist, Sean Donaldson. All right, Sean, uh, your team finished off a sweep of the Surrey Eagles on Tuesday night. You became the first team to advance to the second round. Uh, Obviously, uh, it was a good series for you guys, but uh, from your perspective, what did you like about the team's play in those first four games? Um, Yeah, I I think we just really ramped it up for playoffs. Um, uh, Like, we... uh, you know, I think we really dialed it in, um, you know, with our systems, prepared really well um, for our opponent, um, and then just a lot of good execution. And uh, I think we uh, just really wanted it uh, a lot more than their team. So you personally, you had three goals, two assists over those four games. Um, I, I know playoffs is, is a different beast, but you, you seem to carry over your play from the regular season into the playoffs. How did you feel about your game in the first round? Uh, yeah, no, I thought I was good. I mean, uh, you know, for us, it's a tall team. Um, you know, like, 
you know, we're really, we're a really close group and, uh, I don't think really anyone, um, you know, cares, takes the credit or gets the credit, but, um, yeah, no, I think I, you know, stuck to my game and played well. Um, and you know, our whole team did. So I think, uh, obviously the team, uh, seemed successful. So, um, yeah, everything was good. Yeah, speaking of individual success, uh, you had a great regular season as well. You finished seventh in league scoring, uh, and you were voted as a finalist for league's most valuable player. Uh, so I know, I know you you just mentioned how uh, a lot of the focus is on team success, uh, but uh, it's got to feel good to get that recognition. What it, what did it mean to you to get recognized as one of the three most valuable players in the BCHL? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, that's a you know a great honor. Um, uh, and like obviously something, uh, you know, I worked hard for, but, um, yeah, like I said, um, you know, surrounded by, by really good teammates, um, you know, good coaches, um, and, uh, you know, I was given the opportunity to succeed and, uh, kind of just went with it. So, um, yeah, obviously a good feeling. So you formed a line this year with uh, Max Itagaki and Tristan Fraser. You have been one of the best lines in the BCHL. Uh, you kept that going in the playoffs as well. So what is it about the three of you that work so well together? Um, I think we all just kind of bring a little bit of everything. Um, you know, we can all uh, make plays and uh, skate skate fast. So um, I think, you know, we uh, have really good chemistry um, and we can push the pace Um and, uh, you know, kind of bring a little bit of everything. Like I said, um, we all, uh, we all can shoot and, uh, make plays. So, um, just, just a little bit of everything. Yeah. Speaking with, uh, the Clippers broadcaster, Dan Marshall, he mentioned that, um, earlier in the season, it kind of seemed like you were taking more of the shots and, and kind of focusing on, on getting those shots on net and scoring a lot of goals. And you still scored a lot of goals down the stretch, but there kind of seemed to be a shift where you, you were setting up your, your two line mates as well. Do you, was that something that you guys, uh, consciously decided on? Did it just kind of happen naturally? How did that work out? Um, yeah, I mean, I think at the, yeah, the beginning of the year, for sure, I was, you know, looking to shoot and um, getting the puck uh, in, you know, good spots and, uh, you know, r- really obviously using my shot. Um, and then, yeah, within uh, kind of, you know, over the break, Christmas break, was, you know, talking with people, uh, know a lot about hockey and, um <clears throat> kind of pointed some things out to me and, you know, to work on. And, uh, you know, both my line mates are also really good hockey players. So, um, you know, it was kind of just being able to find them a little bit more. And, you know, uh, the other team maybe kind of looked at me as a shooter. So if I could, you know, hold on the puck an extra second and, uh, you know, when my teammates are open, just hit them. Um, you know, that was working really well. So um, kind of just being able to be a dual threat is really big. Yeah, and Dan, when I was speaking with him, also mentioned that you have a pretty close relationship with with Tristan Fraser, who's we mentioned is your line mate. Um, so you guys have a lot of chemistry on the ice. Um, I'm assuming that um, that kind of off ice relationship and and um, just the the dynamic between the two of you it, does it carry over a little bit onto the ice? For sure, yeah. I mean, uh, Tristan's a guy I probably see. Uh, you know, 360 days a year. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, really close friends off the ice, um, train together, hung out together, whatever. So, um, you know, it's obviously a lot of fun to play with him. Um, yeah, we have a lot of good chemistry and, uh, yeah, it's fun to, you know, be, um, you know, playing our, uh, our last year together. Um, you know, there's a time we were both uncommitted this year. So, um, you know, it's great for him to, you know, get a, get a really nice opportunity and, uh, myself. So that'll be, uh, will be cool. 
Yeah, going back a little bit, you've been in the league for a while now. You broke in uh, in the 2018-19 season with the Trail Smoke Eaters. You eventually joined uh, the Prince George Spruce Kings that year, and you were part of that uh, that playoff run they went on. The team went 16-1 and in the BCHL playoffs, won the Fred Page Cup for the first time in franchise history. Uh, you moved on, you beat Brooks in the Doyle Cup, and then went to the championship game of the, the national tournament. Uh, so going through something like that in, in your rookie year and uh, being uh, as young as you were at that time, what do you think that experience did for you for sure i mean i think it showed me a lot about uh winning and uh um you know what uh you know what um what you have to do to be successful in this league um you know a lot of good players on that team and really close really close group a lot of those guys i still talk to every day um and yeah i think it just you know really showed me um you know what uh you know what it takes to you know be successful and uh yeah i see a lot of similarities with our group this year after that season uh, with Trail and PG, you ended up joining the Nanaimo Clippers in, in 1920. Uh, but then the year after, obviously, was the COVID season. The BCHL was shut down for a long period of time. And uh, you joined uh, Sioux Falls at the USHL. But with the league back up and running this year, you decided to come back for to Nanaimo for your fin- final year of junior. Uh, what went into that decision to come back? Uh, I mean, just, you know, being able to, you know, be uh, closer to home and, you know, play my last year with some of my, my friends. Um, obviously, it was, uh, you know, a good, good experience down uh, the U.S., but, um, yeah, it was nice to come back, uh, some familiar faces and uh, have a good, uh, lot of good opportunity here and, uh, you know, chance to uh, do something special this year. So, obviously, a no-brainer. <laughs> You mentioned your commitment uh, this year. You committed to Cornell. Uh, why was Cornell the best fit for you? Um, I mean, I think just, you know, with their, uh, you know, tradition of winning, um, obviously, of you know, an elite academic school um, and just, uh, you know, uh, really good relationships with the coach right off the bat. Um, you know, they, uh, you know, saw something in me, I guess, um, and, uh, you know, really, uh, really pursued me to, uh, you know, uh, play at their school so um you know everything uh yeah with like i said the tradition winning um you know the you know countless pros um they have and you know the elite academics it's uh you know it's a no-brainer for me and i'm really happy about it and excited you touched on the uh, elite uh, academics there obviously education is important to you uh, what would you like to focus on while you're there from uh, from an academics point of view um so i'm majoring in communications so um uh, you know, a little bit of business. Um, yeah, just kind of see, I don't, you know, I've, uh, you know, don't really have, uh, um, you know, certain things I want to do or know what I want to do. Um, I know I want to play in the NHL, but, uh, you know, um, yeah, I think going into communications will be, uh, you know, get my foot in the door and, uh, we'll see what happens from there. Yeah. So being the first team to advance, uh, you guys have a lot of time off right now. Uh, round two isn't supposed to start until April 15th, which means you'll have been off for a week and a half. Uh, what do you and your teammates plan to do with that downtime? How do you plan to, to stay sharp and game ready? Um, yeah, just, uh, practices, um, and using it to our advantage. Um, I think for a big thing for us is, uh, you know, we, uh, we're going to focus on being fresh. So, um, you know, obviously taking the time away from the rink, uh, to, you know, rest our bodies, stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, I think we're going to have some really good practices here this weekend. Um, and then ramp it up next week when we know our opponent, but, um, yeah, just using it uh, as our advantage, stay fresh, stay sharp. Um, and, uh, yeah, just keep what we have going. 
yeah, we, we don't know who that second round opponent's going to be. It could be Chilliwack, it could be Langley, it could be Victoria, depending on the outcome of the other series uh, that are going on. So um, will you and your teammates be, be watching those games closely? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, you uh, you know, you tune in, uh, you check out, you know, the scores, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, you know, we're not, uh, you know, hoping for a certain team or anything like that. I think that's just, you know, kind of leads to bad karma. You know, we'll see uh, how the cards unfold and, uh, you know, prepare for whatever it is. Last question for you. So uh, obviously you have a very strong team this year. And with this being your final year of junior, uh, how special would it be for you to cap it off with your second BCHL championship? Uh, I mean, obviously that's the goal. Um, you know, obviously uh, that would be amazing. Um, you know, we're just going to kind of take it, uh, game by game. Um, you know, don't really, uh, like to look too, uh, too forward. Um, you know, the next round's big for us. Um, and yeah, no, obviously you know, it's, uh, you know, been, uh, you know, a lot of fun years, um, playing this league. So, uh, you know, don't want it to end too soon. That would technically make you a back-to-back champ too, because the, the, yeah. the last time we awarded the, the Fred Page Cup was PG in 2019. For sure, yeah. No, that'd be so special. Yeah. I'm. Uh, that's the goal. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sean. Uh, congrats on all your success this year and your commitment to Cornell, and, and best of luck to you and your teammates. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks for having me on. What would you call a new crispy chicken sidekick made by Subway sandwich experts? With seasoned chicken breast free from artificial flavors, a crispy golden brown coating, and freshly prepared just for you? At Subway, we call it the complete package. Introducing our new crispy chicken sidekick. Only $3.99, only at Subway, and only here for a limited time. Subway, eat fresh. Freshly prepared for your order. Limited time at participating restaurants. Extras additional plus tax. Big thank you again to Sean Donaldson for joining the podcast. All right, next up is our interview with Langley Riverman forward Riley Wallach. Wallach has been in the BCHL for quite a while now. This is his fourth season. Uh, He started as a rookie in the 2018-19 season with Langley. And he played his first two years there. And his third season was the COVID-shortened pod season when Langley took a hiatus. So he was loaned out to the Cowichan Valley Capitals. But he returned to Langley for his fourth and final season of junior hockey this year. And what a season it's been for him. Uh, You could definitely classify this as a breakout year for Wallach. He registered 43 points in 38 games, scored 22 goals during the regular season. Uh, was interrupted by an injury uh, midway through the season, but he's back healthy again and and lighting it up for the Rivermen. Most recently, Wallach scored the overtime game winner in game three of their first round series against the Victoria Grizzlies, uh, a game that put the Rivermen up two to one. They eventually won the next game as well and are now up three to one heading into game five tonight, Friday night at home, where they will have a chance to clinch the series. So we talked to Wallach about all of that, his season so far, his commitment to Long Island University, his journey through the BCHL, and uh, playing other, under new head coach, Bert Henderson. So uh, a lot of ground to cover. Uh, let's get right to it. Our interview with Langley Riverman forward, Riley Wallach. All right, Riley, your team is up 3-1 in your first round series against Victoria. You have game five at home tomorrow night. Uh, you both you swept both games on the road this week after splitting at home. Uh, from your perspective, what's the series been like so far? Uh, it started out pretty physical. You know, uh, both teams had a lot of energy. Uh, we started out, I think we scored in the last minute or last two minutes of the first game. And 
that gave us some uh, some confidence going into the series. And then I think uh, the second game we got it just uh, took too many penalties. And I, I don't know if the score really reflected how we played, but we, we can't uh, really win games when we're in the box that long. And then um, I think we it was really good to bounce back and to get two games on the road like that. It's really good for confidence and uh, team morale going into the fifth game. So one of those wins in Victoria was uh, game three was a wild back and forth game uh, that you actually ended up finishing that one off with an overtime goal less than a minute into OT. Uh, can you describe that play and, and maybe what the celebration and the feeling was like once it went in the net? Yeah, <laughs> actually, uh, I didn't even uh, know the puck went in the net. I was just... Uh, uh, I saw it bounce off the goalie off, um, I believe, uh, Dukovac shot the puck and I just tried to get on net as I knew the goalie was down. And, um, and next thing I knew the guys were like jumping all over me and <laughs> <laughs> we were all celebrated. My legs actually started cramping up. So I was like, <laughs> I get the guys off of me, but yeah, it was a awesome feeling and, uh, pretty happy to end that one early in OT. So it's been overall been a really good year for you. You've you've crushed your your previous career highs in goals, assists, and points. You had forty three points in thirty eight games this year. Uh, what do you think has contributed to your breakout season? Uh, I think just like putting putting in a lot of work in the off season, and then just um, playing with like playing with a lot of skilled guys like like Upson and Dukovac on my wing. Um, like I'm always just trying to give them the puck and then get to the net as I know like they're gonna they're gonna find me either like back door or get the puck on net and I can just try to get a tap in and so I think uh yeah, just like the guys around me really uh I think boosted uh my playing style and just helped me um uh, succeed this year. So one, one negative was uh, you sustained an injury earlier this year. We don't need to get into the details of the injury, but uh, just just curious, how tough was it to be out of the lineup? And you guys struggled a little bit. You were out. Uh, some other key players were out. Your, your starting goalie was one of them. So how tough was it to, to be on the sidelines and, and not be able to help when that was going on? Yeah, it was uh, really frustrating um, watching as we were in first place, I believe. And we were... Uh, when I got back, but just seeing how, um, like we kept getting injuries and, uh, lineup changes and we slipped down to fourth end of the year, which was pretty frustrating. But I think, uh, like getting all the guys back healthy now, we're playing like we did at the start of the year and, um, we're looking to have a pretty good run now. Was there an adjustment period for you when you came back? Do you feel like you kind of just picked up where you left off? How did it go when you first came back from injury? Uh, I think it was, uh, like there was an adjustment. I know, um, like just trying to, when I was out injured, I was just trying to bag myself as much as possible to keep myself in uh, game shape. But, um, I think, you know, like going back to just like, I got put right back on uh, the line with, uh, Upson and Duke back and, you know, like they make the game like so much easier for me, like just, uh, and yeah, it wasn't too bad coming back. I think the the main thing was just trying to keep my legs under me. And yeah, so it was, I think, not easy to hop back into it, but I think it was uh, after one or two games straight back into it. 
So you're part of a group of 2001 more players on this team who have had a, a huge impact uh, so far this year. A really big reason why you guys have had such a strong year. Guys like yourself, Tyler Schleppi, Max Balaka, Ryan Upson, Steven Silski. Uh, you, you've all played significant roles for this team. I, I'm just curious, what, what's the dynamic been like between that group, knowing that it's your last year at junior hockey? And I imagine you, you all want to do something special here uh, with your one last kick at the can. Yeah, you know, um, we're all on the same page, like making sure everyone team's on the same page that this is our last chance to win. And I know everyone uh, on the team sees that and we're all working hard to try and accomplish our ultimate goal of winning winning the Freddy, which would be unreal, an unreal send-off for all the 20-year-olds. And I know, like, everyone, like, you see Silski every game, he's blocking 20 shots a game. It seems, <laughs> like, all bruised up after games. Like, it just goes to show, like, how bad, like, the guys want to win. Just awesome to see. So you've been a member of the Langley Riverman for a long time now, going back to your rookie year, 2018-19, uh, with the exception, obviously, of the pod season, which we'll get into in a minute. But uh, in what ways have you seen this team grow uh, over that time and build into the version it is now that had you guys near the top of the conference standings and, and up 3-1 in the first round? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been, oh man, it's been uh, going way back there. Um, yeah, back to my first year, you know, we... Uh, we had a pretty strong team. We we went up 3-0 against Chilliwack in the first round and then unfortunately got uh, reverse swept there. I think um, uh, I wouldn't say uh, we got complacent, but I think uh, we definitely should have uh, bared down a little bit harder at game four there. But um, we had some pretty solid teams and it was some good leadership, you know, uh, like showing us young guys what, how to work, how to, how to improve on our game, getting on the ice early. And I think that's really helped, uh, especially Sealski and me. We've been here the whole time, uh, learn how to really help lead a team. And I think it's really helped this year in showing um, what we can do as a team. So with Langley was on hiatus last year for the pod season. You were one of the players that was lent out to another team. Uh, you play, ended up playing the pod with uh, the Cowichan Valley Capitals. That's a pretty unique situation since this league doesn't typically loan players or anything like that. So what was that experience like uh, joining the team uh, for the pod season in Cowichan there? Yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm thankful for Passmore for uh, taking uh, us on and, it was a last minute decision. Like we, uh, we found out that we weren't going to play and then, um, had to scramble and find a team to play for. So it was very thankful for that. And I actually ended up playing defense for about half the pod there, which was a bit of an adjustment, but I, uh, I think it rounded out my game a little bit more. So I see that, see that he's a little more, uh, from the D side now. I, I actually didn't know that. Is that something that you had done in the past? Or is it just kind of something that was sprung on you for positional need? Like, how did that all come together? Uh, well, during the preseason when I was playing with Langley, I actually I asked our old coach, Bobby Henderson, if I could try playing D just for a little bit. I just wanted to test it out, see if I could uh, play D in the BCHL. And so I guess um, passing more so on that, and we had uh, a bunch of injuries and couch and over a lot of our D got hurt, I should say. And um, he asked if I would like to play a little bit on the D side. And I, I thought it would be a good opportunity just to round out my game. And it seemed to work out as uh, down the stretch, we got a couple, a couple wins and uh, it was pretty cool to 
see the game from that side of the ice. Yeah. How, how do you approach that? Are you obviously you're a forward naturally? Are you a more offensive defenseman or when you're when you're playing D, do you lay back a little bit? How did you approach that? Uh, I think like I was trying to um, uh, supply some like more offensive side to D as I like. I've never played D before, so I was I was watching as much video as I could and uh, just trying to learn all the position positionally uh, be correct. And so I was I was trying to rush the puck as much as possible, keep it in the zone, keep it away from uh, you know skating backwards and tra- transitioning, which I wasn't uh, really used to. But I had uh, had some guys help me out. Like um, my D partner would always stay back when I would rush, and I would uh, I wouldn't try to force too many plays just in case anything happened. I was the last guy back, but it's uh, it was a pretty cool experience. Uh, so so this season uh, you have a new head coach, Bert Henderson. Um, obviously, there's some um, ties with him with the organization. He he coached the junior B team, and his family is uh, uh, the owners of the team, and related to the previous coach, Bobby Henderson, but just curious what, uh, what difference, uh, have you noticed, uh, in the coaching this year, as far as style, um, strategy, what, what kind of team are you guys this year under Bert versus, uh, how Bobby liked to have you guys play? Uh, I think one of the differences would be, uh, they're both phenomenal coaches. I love playing under both of them. They're great guys, great coaches. And I think the main difference was back, or it might just be how I see it as I was younger then. I, I played more physical when I was uh, younger under Bobby, and that was just my role. And then uh, uh, now I'm playing a little less physical, trying to conserve more, more energy for uh, some offense. And I think that's the uh, um, like, uh, main difference I see. Just um, uh, Bert likes more of a like faster uh, skill game, and Bobby was... Uh, uh, he liked uh, finishing all of her checks and uh, really being hard in the corners and stuff, just like that. So uh, you uh, you secured your commitment uh, to Long Island University earlier this year. They're still very new to the NCAA Division One uh, circuit. So when you join them, it'll only be their third year as a Div One school. Does that make it more exciting for you, knowing you're going to be part of something new and, and hopefully something that's kind of growing and building into something better? Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to, to get there and get started. And uh, I've been talking to the coaches a lot and they seem to, um, they're talking just about their culture and how they want to have a winning culture. And that's something I, I really like going into there. And um, just being a new program, there's a lot of time for, uh, they talk about development. And that's one thing that I, I really look forward to as like, I don't really see uh, an end to, my development i just keep going keep getting better every day so i think it's a really good opportunity for me and last question for you game five's tomorrow night at home in langley uh you'll have the home crowd on your side uh how do you plan to use that home ice advantage to uh to the benefit of your team yeah you know we have great fans in langley um when when our rink george Preston gets packed it's really loud in there and really helps uh as like we get we get a lot of uh, kids teams coming out and they get some chance going and uh, it just really helps our game helps some momentum when let's say we get a big hit or a goal and it just gets really loud in there it deflates the other team it uh, really helps our success as we had a really good um, uh, stat line for wins losses at our home rink. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for the time, Riley. Really appreciate it. Uh, congrats on your success for this year and best of luck to you and your teammates in the playoffs here. Yeah, thank you for having me on. All right, that does it. Another episode of the BCHL podcast. Thank you so much to my two guests, Riley Wallach, who you just heard from, and Sean Donaldson, who we spoke with at the top. Before we go, just want to give another thanks to the presenting sponsor of the BCHL podcast, which is Subway. And another shout out to our producer, Greg Ballack, for putting things together behind the scenes. Uh, as usual, a quick plug before we go. We have some great stuff up at bchl.ca. Um, our playoff coverage is wall-to-wall. We have game recaps on the website every night, um, not to mention all of our uh, content on social media. We have our BCHL Tonight video highlights every night. We have the Overtime Hero video feature where we show each and every overtime goal in the playoffs, so watch out for that on game nights. And we've also added something new this year. We are posting exclusive photos onto our Instagram uh, game night photos, either during, right after the game, sometimes uh, the morning after. So um, make sure to follow us on Instagram for that exclusive content. And uh, we are at BC Hockey League on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, We will talk to you again very soon.